0: Welcome to Ninety Day Fiance, a podcast on our favorite reality show and yours, Ninety Day Fiance. Digil, DeBay, we are back.
1: <laughs> we are back.
0: It doesn't it seem like it, it was a kind of a long hiatus.
1: Uh, as far as ninety day hiatuses go, yes. Or would that be hiatuses?
0: <laughs> <laughs> hiatuses.
1: So So much to talk about. Oh, my God.
0: 90 Day Fiance premiered a two-parter of Happily Ever After and Pillow Talk. And what now?
1: Well, here's the deal. I never saw Pillow Talk because Pillow Talk disappeared into thin air. So I saw everything else. Pillow Talk, you have to access online, I think. I might be wrong.
0: Uh, Yeah, that could be true. That's how I accessed it. But it was – I'm not sure that you missed much. It was more just like highlights of their recaps and then the older um, couples who are giving their uh, reactions. Um, I didn't think that anyone was particularly insightful. There are a couple of funny comments, but I don't think that you missed much.
1: Well, there were certainly enough to uh, sift through in the other two, that's for sure. Three hours of quality television programming.
0: Do you call advertisements quality television programming?
1: Uh, what do you mean? Like commercials in in the show?
0: Yeah, they they're that's what they're filled with. They're filled with ads.
1: Oh well, I'm just forward and through those. and recaps. I mean, yeah, I mean it's 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 a homework assignment. Like I mean, it's a long three hours of anything with ads or without. It's a it's a long thing, but it was entertaining
0: when they finally got to it. Do you know what my favorite part of this show is?
1: Hmm. Let me think about that for. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, not Family Chantal, not the return of uh, Chantal and Pedro.
0: No, actually that Chantal storyline is bothersome actually and we'll get into that. But sure. I wanted to draw attention to like if you guys can't fast forward through the ads, sometimes I can't. There's one for Humira. <laughs> I can't even describe it. You just have to watch it. It is just it's almost as embarrassing as the show.
1: What is the Humera one about? I
0: I can't even recall. It's
1: just oh, is that is that the one with the facial expression? No, no. Oh. well,
0: that might be Humera also, but they're just so oh. poorly done. Oh. It's just like let's get the cheapest working actors we can find,
1: <laughs> direct <laughs> them, yeah,
0: and see what we get, and we'll air it
1: a Humira. thousand
0: times on TLC's Ninety Day Fiance because that's how much ad space they buy.
1: As as long as they're not doing uh, pimple popper, I'm good. Just warn me about Dr. Pimplebop. I'm good. All right, what do you got? Where do you want to start?
0: Well, Colt and Larissa.
1: Oh, your favorite. Colty and Larissa. Okay,
0: so the favorite line... Okay, other than what we learned in that first scene is that they are either on, like, paleo or Atkins diet and that Mother Debbie watches cartoons all day (laughs) is (laughs) that you know, that scene where Larissa's in bed and she's complaining and she's like, this is women in America. They want own house. And she's just really upset. And Colton, like in his psychotic voice says, you must have faith.
1: Oh yeah. He's a, he's a total psycho.
0: But who responds with that? Listen, we are facing such big problems, legal matters, (laughs) Interfamily issues. We have w- my, m- you know, my body, your lips. So many five fucking cats, and he responds <laughs> with, "You must have faith."
1: Yeah, he does not inspire faith at all. Colty is a cheaper man. Cheap. <laughs> that cracked me. He's a cheaper man. Married life for me is like hell, and it's all Colty's fault.
0: <laughs> Don't hold back, Larissa.
1: If you want a sexy woman by your side, be the man that I want. (laughs) If you want a sexy woman by your side, be the man that I want. No, he is. He is. I mean, look, they're both. I know you are, you are, you lean Larissa in terms of your, uh, the, the team you're on here. But I think they're both nuts. I've always felt they were both nuts. Oh, I don't
0: think she's not nuts. And, you know, now that there is another player... In this space, who has been exposed, and we can get in that into that too after we cover the show. But now I don't lean so much team Larissa because I know that she is, you know, a sort of a high dramatics, high highly theatrical person, and so there is a lot of drama that was created in her life that you know she did it to herself. I think.
1: When I heard the flush of the toilet, it broke my heart
0: did you but what about mother debbie asking colt did you see the rings <laughs> being flushed and i thought the exact same thing i was like what if she didn't flush them oh
1: i see what you're saying
0: yeah
1: uh that's a good point here's the thing debbie is always right that's my that's the main thing about that whole storyline she's always right about everything her instincts are right about everything and i don't know if you will recall this but when we first started talking about the culty larissa storyline i don't know if you remember me saying this line i said he has invited someone into his house that is going to completely destroy his world i said some some variation of that where i basically said he has willingly brought somebody into his very peaceful house and his fucking bizarro relationship with his mom that is going to explode the whole thing. We saw that in one episode and all of that has come true. He
0: invited somebody into his peaceful house or it's really a sad existence but right, I but think he was
1: happy about it though.
0: I No, he wasn't. If he was happy about it, then he wouldn't have gone across the world to find someone who he barely knew and after five days proposed to her.
1: Point well taken. <laughs>
0: Still. And, and then also, too, is that, you know, you say that with kind of like saying, you know, she was the monster that she, he invited in and she sort of ruined everything, which I agree in execution that did end up happening as a result. But he's the idiot for making the invitation. Oh, I'm not
1: saying he's not the idiot. I'm, I'm not I'm never saying that. I, in fact, I am saying he's the idiot. That's what my whole point of saying that was. Was like, what are you doing, dude? Yeah, like you can tell within five minutes she is going to fuck your life up, like she is a tornado.
0: Well, the minute she got off the plane, yeah. where are my flowers? Right,
1: although you took the side of yeah, where is? it
0: well, only are you because flying? I know that they had had previous conversations before she arrived. You know, and she let him know like this would be nice to show up at the airport, have the reunion, and to have flowers and you know a little demonstration of your you know love and you know to welcome yeah. me and it also
1: it would also be nice if she's not bad shit though right so maybe like he sensed that sort of subconscious thing like i'm not bringing flowers because i think she's nuts but maybe not i don't that's not that. what he was thinking i think yeah. that he's just too cheap i just think that they are both i mean you might as well say the other stuff now uh, we shouldn't save it to the end like, but like they're both clearly you know here's the thing there's a little chicken and egg happening here were they crazy before the show or has the show made them crazy or were they predisposed for craziness and the show just brought it out?
0: I think the first one. So if anyone is going to leave her life and family, and now we know two kids and move to the other side of the world with a man that she barely knows. And this man lives at home in his thirties with his mother and four cat, three cats. Um, yeah. I think they're both that shit. I think that they were both already, like just not normal people.
1: Yeah. So what, so what have you, so what's the, uh, the postscript here? What do we know that's happening beyond the show?
0: Yeah. So, you know, we were all, I think all of us viewers started feeling like this exhaustion from season six. And there was so much drama during and post um, season because of all of the social media fodder and um, activity and the drama around it. Um, we have come to discover that allegedly, the um, there's a person who I think everyone in this community is familiar with his name Johnny Yates, um, who has access to these um, cast members and he often does you know lives with them. That he and Larissa were in cahoots to um, take Holt down, and this was exposed by a. Uh, another sort of meme maker, I will call her Her name. Her name is Katie. Her handle is Katie underscore not underscore homes. Um, And she's very entrenched in this community. um, And somehow she has this information and she released it. In my personal opinion, Katie did what her job is to do basically. And so she has this information. She put it out there. And the way that Johnny Yates is reacting, in my opinion is horrible. He's you know, calling her a whore and just saying things that are just—you know—it's not the point of what is going on. You know, address what's going on. You know, whether you're guilty or not, but you don't have to personally attack someone.
1: What did she put out there?
0: Screenshots of Johnny Yates and I guess Larissa. I, I, I don't quote me on any of this stuff, but generally speaking. Um, Screenshots of them conspiring to expose Colt's cheating um, and setting him up. I think um, that these weren't actual women. These were like either fake accounts or um, friends of a friend to bait Colt.
1: I'm just sitting there listening because I'm like loving like Colt has. Colt, Colt has. Colt's got bitches everywhere, right? Like it's like really Colt? Uh, Coltie is not exactly uh, Don Juan, is he?
0: Well, I think that any dude, even dudes living with their mothers, can, yeah. you know, have bitches anywhere online. <laughs> I say that in its its most non sexist
1: way. I just think that it's hilarious that this dude, like, if Coltie has this problem, you know, what a what a statement that is about about the world. The fact that Colt because of the whatever level of stardom this show produces, apparently is just a player by default now.
0: I don't know if anyone agrees that he's a player, but I think it's also a commentary on just how far or low people and women are willing to go to get their 15 minutes.
1: Well, for sure. For sure.
0: Just to move on with some of the other couples, like Pow, for example, Pow and Russ. I don't care. I really (laughs) don't.
1: Oh, they—they are not at all even the pinnacle of the I don't care meter. Like they're not. Oh no. I mean, because to me, to me, Pow is so clearly everybody knows a Pow, and so there's a lot of relatability there because she is so about herself, right? Oh, she she's is, so entitled. Oh, she is. She has not evolved mentally past the satisfy my ego stage of life. Like it is all about her 24 seven. That's exactly
0: r- true. She acts like she's 19. She's just perpetually oh. 19 years old.
1: Right. Hopefully. So to me, so I, so in that sense, I care because it's fascinating to me to watch because I'm like this, this girl does not stop. I was at the, I don't care meter for me um andre and elizabeth same
0: you're right yeah i mean i can't stop it all
1: stop it already we do not care right
0: you know the thing is is that i can kind of understand um because andre Uh is you know not from this i mean he's from the old country you know they're super patriarchal and so to us it's kind of odd you know this the super sexist way that they exist but the fact that we'll do what i say yeah it, it, it's so backwards to us but she's the one who's westernized and happy it seems to give up her life and her family for a guy who's trying to control her
1: right it's it's but the thing is it's a one it's a one trick pony what would it called one note tune right so it's like that storyline has not advanced. I guess now they're in a house that the dad pays for, so you know, let the shenanigans begin from that point. It's only going to get worse, but it's not a, it's not a interesting enough point to milk an entire storyline out of. And they are not particularly interesting people beyond that one note, at least what they're portrayed on on the show. Yeah. So for me, they're the pinnacle. I mean, there's probably a couple other storylines that weren't necessarily focused on this episode, like. I'm not sure how interested I am in Larry, for instance, and Jenny in the trailer park. I'm not sure if I'm really into them so much either. But there's still enough of the couples that are still fascinating.
0: Well, I think that you and I were both most excited for Chanta- the family Chantal's return. Yes. Um, and I, I know that they have a show just exclusively for them coming up. But Chantal and Pedro's storyline is still the same. And uh, I'm kind of bored by it
1: well there's a couple interesting things that happen with that both in uh, the previews for what's coming and then the retroactive stuff so i don't know if you caught this first of all let me just say this headline of all headlines the bosoms just keep getting ampler like they
0: i don't know what you're talking about
1: chantal's bosoms are a sight to behold and they are growing as we speak
0: i never noticed
1: (laughs) (laughs) they are phenomenally
0: large no but you know what speaking of boobies yeah. Ashley is coming for Chantal's booby crown oh that's true oh
1: Ashley and Jay you know it's funny I like try to write notes on all these things I didn't write anything for Ashley and Jay because I just find Ashley like to me Ashley is a horrible human being like everything I see about her and I think the reunion solidified this for me her behavior on that reunion was so like how arrogant are we? How, how high on ourselves are we? Like you aren't that, you aren't all that mechanics Berg. Like let's relax.
0: I have made, Uh-oh. I have just made an executive decision.
1: Uh Oh, we're going to, we're going to never talk about we that. We're
0: never going to talk about them.
1: Well, let's not say never, cause you never know what could happen, but I hear.
0: No, but even if whatever, you know, whatever does end up happening, if something happens, we already know it will be manufactured. We um, already know true. they're complete fraudsters. We already know she lies yeah. incessantly. We already know that I, 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 I will not give them any airtime.
1: No, that's that's true. I, I hear you on that because if it's bullshit, it's bullshit. Fuck the um, shit. About uh, Family Chantal, though. back to that. I don't know if you caught this. There was a little thing that was in here that was – and you correct me if I'm wrong – that I don't believe was ever – uh, done on a previous airing of the famous scene, the famous bitch-ass, slut-ass, horror scene, one of the iconic, uh, iconic. scenes in uh,
0: 90-day history. Scene.
1: If I'm not mistaken, this was the first time, again, correct me if I'm wrong, that they put subtitles in that scene. And one of the things that was, that they stipulated in within those subtitles was that Uh, Pedro's sister said said at the end of her sentence, comma, punto, which means period, as opposed to calling her a puta, which is a huge distinction to be made in that scene. Because the whole time, I was under the impression that Pedro's sister called Chantal a puta, which I believe is a whore, I believe. Um, But instead, she was saying something and saying period. She was saying punto. At least that's what the subtitles were, were, uh, were indicating.
0: I feel like the subtitles were incorrect.
1: Okay. If they were incorrect, that's one thing, but obviously the producers of that show went out of their way to try to spin this now in a way that is no longer debatable, right? Like they tried to spin it as actually what she said was a misunderstanding. So I caught that little thing. And I thought that was a, that was an important note. Somebody decided to put that on screen
0: i think you're giving producers um at sharp too much credit i think it's really i i think it's probably some pa or some kind of assistant who doesn't know know spanish who's like not you know really paying attention to like the context and just doing a straight translation and thinks that they hear something and i i think when you listen to it i i don't think she's saying period
1: i don't know I don't know. It's one of these, like, it's like a great sports play. You got to rewind it. Yeah, you guys might, can let
0: us know what you might guys have said, heard.
1: Yeah, she might have said punto instead of puta. Yeah,
0: anyway. and that is a Hall of Fame scene. Bitch ass, slut ass, whore is the best <laughs> you can ever call anyone. That, the whole family Chantel fight, of course, who is against the queen will die. And let us never, ever, ever forget the original. and Anfisa. When she's in the car waiting for George, and she's livid and she's yelling at him, Get me my red bag with my makeup!
1: <laughs> I didn't even catch that when she said that. I forgot all about it. Oh, George.
0: Original. They're all George. Her footsteps.
1: George selling weed before it was legal. <laughs> Certain jurisdictions. Um, by the way, it's Jorge George. Just want to point that out. Um, <laughs> the other thing about the family Chantal thing is, okay, so that was the retroactive thing that they put those subtitles in. But uh, Mother Chantal, whose name is irrelevant, right? But she's Mother Chantal. Every preview of her upcoming, whether it's on 90 Day or whatever their spinoff show, like, she thinks she's she's like the Mafia Don. So it's like, she says things that if you put them, like, like let's say you imagined... Uh, you know Marlon Brando saying them in The Godfather they would be like the types of things that he would say we can show up anywhere on planet earth right <laughs> they're they're going to get a new form of vitamin d which by the way i don't even know what she means when she says that i have no idea what she's talking about do you like i don't even i don't even know what she's talking about
0: true no clue but
1: she, but she says it and by the way i had to rewind the first one because i could not understand what the fuck she was saying <laughs> she she says everything slowly and almost imperceptibly So it's like we can't show up anywhere on planet Earth, and you're what? Like she's threatening. (laughs) She's constantly making threats. Like she is. She thinks she is. (laughs) She's a mafiosa. And she says, "Oh, they will be introduced to a new form of vitamin D." Like what the fuck is she talking about? You're gonna like what are you gonna give them sunshine? Like I don't understand. (laughs) Like what? Maybe I'm missing something. Maybe I'm just not criminal minded like Mother Chantal is.
0: Family Chantel.
1: Did, did Chantel get facial work, by the way?
0: I think she probably definitely has had fillers.
1: Fillers, maybe, yeah. 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 So have her bosoms. So have her bosoms.
0: I don't know what you're talking about.
1: Gotten filler. Um, then there's that. <laughs> this is one of your favorites. Tariq and his Filipina girl. What's her name?
0: Wait, but that's not happily ever, happily ever after. Now you're moving.
1: Oh, to... I'm sorry. Well, I'm That's skipping. okay. All that's right. That's
0: from what now?
1: What now? And by the way, if there ever was a more appropriate phase for those two, what now is the correct one. Uh, this dude is, I think, if you ranked like the delusion scale of 90 Day Fiance cast members, he's pretty much on the Mount Rushmore of that because he's gone back and forth to the Philippines three times in the last year. It's a 30 hours each way, right? So this is a massive trip, a massive effort to do it. Yeah. Um, And his brother, who I previously thought was a dick, is actually the only smart person around him, although the lawyer did jump in and say, hey, you should probably get a prenup and then in the end Tariq in typical Tariq fashion is like yeah i don't know cuz then you know feelings are involved so maybe not <laughs> and i'm just like oh great here we go tariq <laughs> making a prenup. not going to make a pre up with this girl anyway the part that i wanted to get to with him is which is the most cringe worthy thing maybe on anything in any storyline is when he broke out his uh his written rap song for her that he that he composed and rapped Far away girl, other side of the world A brother wanna make you my Roundaway girl I didn't even do it right, but you get the idea Like he That was pretty
0: this. good to get he,
1: he wrote this for her, let me try that Can, again yeah. ready? Give me a beat, alright, here we go Far away uh, girl, uh, other side uh. of the world A brother wanna make you my Roundaway girl hey. and, she's, and she's like this, she's, she's looking at him Like, oh my fucking god in her like she doesn't completely understand what he's saying but she understands the international language of awkward and she's like this is i cannot believe i fucking ended up with this dude
0: he's a nice guy
1: he is isn't he that's the sad
0: part he is
1: he's a really nice guy but that's 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 the sadness of it right because you're like oh dude come on man
0: do you have anything to say about nicole
1: Oh, okay. So, yeah, let's talk about them for a second. You know what? kind of don't care about her anymore. And Azan? Azan? Azan. Because Nicole is like the worst drug addict who's ever lived. No matter how many times her family tries to cure her of her horrific addiction, as soon as they turn the corner, she's like figuring out some other way to manipulate her relationship with Azan.
0: You know, using the word addiction might be accurate in this case because I th- maybe when you suffer from such low self-esteem, and, and like you said, despite all of her family and friends telling her he is frauding you, he is frauding you, you are being taken. This is not real, but yet she still clings so hard to this fake relationship. That could be something in her brain um, because of the low self-esteem. That's not working.
1: Yeah. And there's a daughter involved, right? Oh, she's cute, so cute. Cute little May who calls Azan daddy. And, I mean, this is, this is some serious stuff. Because yeah. beyond that, listen, she is no millionaire. And she is basically spending every penny. She is depleting herself of any uh, cash. This dude is not paying for anything right she's paying for everything so it's like really insidious stuff in that regard like it it, it's a little ugly
0: well you know the scenes they show where you know she's waiting off waiting at the airport um for him and she sees him and you just you know she runs up to him to give him a big hug and you just see the look on her face it's hope hope and it makes me it it's heartbreaking
1: And you know what? uh, I can't help but think every time, because we always see those scenes, where it's like, oh, you know, it's a Muslim country, you can't do a PDA. I'm like, oh, wow, that played into you very nicely. Yeah. Like, thank God, what a built-in excuse that is.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, I will tell you what, and we're just, uh, if you forgive me, I'm moving on now, just sort of like uh, stream of consciousness, because we've talked about the the couples that I don't care so much about, but you know who? There's a couple of these storylines, though, that I find endlessly fascinating. And I know you didn't agree with how, but like her personality is like i can't stop watching her because she i would hate her gut <gasps> right like i would hate her so much that i can't stop watching it but there's a couple other storylines that, that i'm also always interested in one of which is molly and Luis. um i forget first of all like molly whenever she uh whenever she say louise and i's I always love what she uh, <laughs> does. A sense like Luis and I's memories. I'm like what? Oh, Luisa. Um, we forget. And I'm always doing these rankings. I apologize, but if you're if you're talking about the biggest dicks in 90 day fiance history, that dude is the champion. He was an asshole to her, and Molly is one of these. Ladies, now follow me here because you're going to think I'm being super sexist here, but really I'm just, I'm sort of identifying a type that I want to know if you agree with. We all know, I I know at least one lady, I'm thinking of one person in, in in, in, in my life, like super intelligent woman, like PhD, right, from Stanford, like amazing pedigree academically, but when it comes to dudes as dumb as rocks. And Molly appears, not saying she's a PhD, but you get the idea. Molly appears to be that person. She appears to be the sweetest, nicest, most functional person. But when it comes to dudes, I don't know what happens to her.
0: Yeah, I think we all know someone like that. Um, probably more than one person in our lives. And I think a lot of... And why does this seem so sexist to say it this way? But I think a lot of women more so than guys fall prey to that where the guy just doesn't match up. And, and they're, but the women are so willing to sacrifice so much of their lives and their time and their energy, their own relationships with their families and friends for some dude who just does not deserve her. And yeah, Luis Luis, was evil. Evil dude. Bad person.
1: That scene where he blares the music in his room in her house. How do you not choke him to death?
0: Yeah, that scene where he really could give a shit about her kids. Oh, my God. Uh, he is just... He's a bad person. I don't want to talk about him either. Okay. Well. <laughs> but, you know, uh, what? So, I want to rank, yeah. too. I know that you like ranking things. Big rank. But how about... um I thought about you know, for the foreigners, who has it worst? And if I can rank them.
1: Oh, that's interesting. Yeah,
0: in my order for the, for the foreigners.
1: Go go three, two, one or however many you got. Go to, lead up to the big one.
0: Well, it would be, uh, sorry, we're talking about the couples that were featured in Happily Ever After. So I am going to say the person who had, the foreigner who has it the worst is Larissa, because she has four cats, a mother-in-law, and a gross culty to live with.
1: <laughs>
0: Secondly, I think that then Jay, as the foreigner, foreigner, has it the next worst.
1: Jay's got it bad. That's yeah. That's a good call. Because Jay's Ashley
0: is wicked. She's just a wicked person.
1: She is so, like, who, who the fuck do you think you are?
0: I'm saying, and then I would say third would be Pedro because, you know, the family Chantal are weird, you know, just like you were saying, mother Chantal is constantly threatening and they're so distrusting of him. Um, You can do that in the background, but they really insert themselves in their lives and you just should not do that. You should give your kids the space to live out their lives. And I can imagine that's really frustrating for Pedro. And then I would say Andre, um, because he has to deal with Libby's nosy family. Oh, he man. has they it pretty are. good in America. I'd...
1: They're a pack of wolves. Yeah, yeah. for sure.
0: And then, yeah. well, I'm not sure. I think that they're just sort of put off by his patriarch. Pa- patri- <laughs> patriarch.
1: We'll, patriarch. We're all waiting. We're all waiting
0: here. <laughs> patri- <laughs> Patriarchism? <laughs> word.
1: Patriarchal? Is that what you're going for right
0: now? Well, it, I'm trying to make it an ism. I don't know yeah. how to do it
1: um and then
0: i would say pow because she gets whatever she wants
1: oh pow has it made
0: and then azan he's living his best life in morocco
1: (laughs) he is now you can find it to just the that show which is called what again
0: happily ever after
1: (laughs) happily ever after
0: wait it's happily ever after
1: happily ever after isn't it
0: happily ever after
1: What do you think it was? Oh, right, with a question mark. That's right. Happily ever after. uh, If you added the second show, which is what's up now, (laughs) is that what it's called? What's it called? What's up now? (laughs) That's not the name of it. I. There's so many damn 90-day shows. I don't remember what the name Like, that's the problem. What it's is it called? True.
0: It's called What's Now, but you totally organized oh. it, and it was so cool. Can it's I tell not, you
1: something? Not... It should be called What's Up Now. <laughs> what's Up Now? But you...
0: <laughs> you have to say it like that. You can't say, what now? You have to say, right. what's up now?
1: It should be 90-day. Fuck's up now. <laughs> um, by the way, has there ever been a franchise that splayed out its shows in so many different you know bullshit category. like 90 day what's up now 90 day <laughs> oh, sorry 90 day uh pillow talk 90 day happily, happily ever after yeah. 90 day the original that 90 is, day yeah. you know like that God, is tlc
0: completely taking advantage they're totally you know raking us
1: fuck tlc because every one <laughs> of these shows right it's not eighty percent filler and twenty percent new stuff. We have lives. <laughs> I we I got shit to do. You know shit what I mean? To
0: do totally.
1: Yeah. Uh, as much as we love you, don't get us don't get us wrong. We're doing a whole show on. <laughs> um, but if you had included um, fucks up now show, <laughs> you uh, you know Annie and David are the other couple that I never get enough. of.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. They're, they're pretty, um, what's the word? Because
1: Annie has it
0: bad. But yet she has the most positive attitude.
1: She is a wonderful person. She's
0: an angel.
1: And, and here's my thing about David. And David is, there, there's no bigger paradox than that guy on this show. And we even saw it, like, on the reunion, right? Like, David had the nerve to, like, tell other give other people advice on the reunion. I'm like, yeah, David, maybe not talk so much. <laughs> uh, but David is a 50-year-old man who has clearly made bad decisions in his life, right? Yeah, Clearly. Yet, and I know you're gonna just jump all over me for this. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling. Yet, he appears to be the nicest guy in the world, right? So, On the one hand, he's a major (laughs) (laughs) fuck-up. But listen, I'm not his wife, right? So it doesn't bother me that he's a fuck-up. He just appears to be a really sweet guy who can't get out of his own fucked up attitude. So now he's a a teacher teaching English as a second language, and he's actually in the class. It was very cute. And, you know, David appears to have a functioning job. Now, I don't know if he's ever going to get him out of a hole with that job. Chances are probably not. But like when he left the room and the and the friend Carol got to have like alone time with Annie, she's like, "All right, tell me the real deal." Is you're <laughs> Blink toy. Yeah, and Annie's like, "Oh my god, I want to kill myself." Right? Like, you know, I thought that was an interesting scene, um, but I don't know how you feel about David. It might be different from a woman's perspective, but I actually like the dude.
0: No, I agree. I think that he's a. I think that you know everyone is allowed to make mistakes in their lives, and some people take setbacks harder than others. And let's face it, he doesn't have the canvas so to speak to really sell himself anymore as a 50 year old guy it does look like he has the brains maybe he doesn't have like the gumption to like stick out the execution to you know for these jobs or whatever but he has won the lottery with Annie i believe and what i do see of them on social media i see him treating her really well so i think that's really all i care about i think that like i'm i'm very pro them um, the pillow talk uh, that you didn't get to see, uh, the cutest line for me was on their scene. They're, they're also, the couples are all lying in their beds. Um, and then at some point they, they bring out some um, munchies on their beds. But Andy is like full on cooking a meal On their bed like she's such a doting wife she cooks like from scratch everything she's got like a fucking burner on her nightstand she's like making this whole thing and then they're eating and and then David's like oh we don't have any napkins and she says we have no napkin why are we so poor but she's joking too you know yeah. and she just she's flowing with it and you know i think a lot of women would resent their husbands if they couldn't provide for them especially if they're you know if they moved their entire life left their whole families behind for you know a quote-unquote better life in america i believe annie is such a trooper she is like the best partner that david could ever conceive and yeah i love them
1: yeah because let's be honest on paper he doesn't have a lot going for him does he
0: that's what I think. what I
1: was trying to say. No, yeah. no, I'm just, I'm just sort of piling on. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, and, and you're right. She is, she's a trooper. Now, can we, real briefly though, because I don't know how I, I'm, I'm thinking about this. Think about all the couples that no longer exist on that show that have just disappeared into thin air. And I'm thinking about the Wisconsin couple.
0: Wisconsin, Wisconsin, Wisconsin. The, the, the dude who... Uh, oh,
1: the... D- we had... Lita. We had, you, you had, yeah, Lita, you had exchange and with her Eric, on, on uh, Twitter. yeah, Lita and, and dude, Eric, like, they're gone. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, nobody wants to watch them.
1: Right, but you see, that's the thing. Like, I think there's a few of these that nobody wants to watch also, you know? So I, I think that, um, I mean, to me, moving forward, Family Chantal obviously still interests me because I'm curious to see where that goes. Because um, Pedro's a bit of a like a victim player, you know, when he's got responsibility for some of their troubles. But I just can't wait to see what Mother Chantal is going to be up to. Um, Tariq, you know, God bless him. See what happens with that. Obviously, Colty and Larissa. Um, I'm still interested in Molly's life, and I'm still interested in David and Annie. But, like, you know, Andre, see you later. Done.
0: Yeah, I think the takeaway from what you're saying is that what we've learned is, you know, the higher the drama, the more viewership, you still have to be authentic about it, right? So if we start sniffing out that you're bullshitting us, like Ashley and Jay, which I can't believe I'm talking about them.
1: It should be named. The they couple should. who will not be named. The
0: couple who shall not be named. Then um, no, I'm done with you. I wash my hands of it.
1: Because that offends you more than anything. The fact that you spent time watching them and they're just looking for limelight.
0: Listen, you can you can <laughs> want the limelight. It's probably half the reason why these couples sign up for the show in the first place. That's fine. And we you know sit down and we sit through all the ads because we want to see this kind of drama. But if the drama is so manufactured, like you're straight up lying to us. Like, I don't think that... Chantal and Pedro are lying to us when they expose that they're having trouble in their marriage because Chantal's family is inserting themselves. I think that's really happening. Are they, you know, carrying it out really like again for another entire season? Yes, that's a little tiresome. We want a little bit more of a storyline or dynamism or whatever to your story. But um, I don't believe they're lying to us.
1: Um, your least you're the, the couple that you believe is the most boring of all time, which I'm gonna have to remind you of if you can't remember offhand. But every time they would come on screen and I'd be watching with you, debate, you would be like, Oh, Jesus, these two. Who was that? Um, and I think I, if I'm recalling correctly, we're still there's still some preview with them involved. Is the Arizona girl and the British dude? Oh. <laughs> You cannot stand them.
0: No, you know what? I do not mind. I believe his name is John, and
1: I think his name is John. Okay,
0: and she is
1: uh, Katie. I don't know. I <laughs> just make up. I don't know. No, but she, she seems like, like, a like a Katie. Katie she? I
0: know. I can't believe I'm blanking on her name. But it, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I think that John is um, an interesting character for television because he uh, really goes for the reaction okay so that's fine but i i told i mean you know, i explained it on the on the previous episode last season
1: i think i pinpointed i think i pinpointed i, I was just saying about the uh, in the couple that sh- uh, shall not be named the the girl in that i said really high on herself i get the feeling that you are annoyed by the fact that this girl thinks she's a little
0: more of a catch
1: than she might actually be that's my hunch.
0: i'm not sure if that's where it comes from it, for her, and I wish we could remember her name It's so bad. I think that it's because she, I don't think that she's high on herself. I think that she is pretty self-aware. I think what it is for me is that she is really interested in portraying her relationship as, or something that we should all achieve or revere them for.
1: Um, Oh, I see. Okay. Like
0: that she's better than us in that way because they have the strongest love. They have a true love. And maybe she's trying to justify this distance to everybody. Like, look, we're, we made it, we're making it, we're making it happen. We're doing it. And we're still really connected. And I know it's hard to be in a long distance relationship, but just the way it comes off, I, I, I don't know, but yeah, I am not interested or maybe it was overkill because last season, they seemed to get more of the airtime.
1: Uh, you know what else I forget about? Cause they showed previews. Um we have not heard the last of Muhammad and Danielle. They skipped to a scene of Danielle and her friend at a diner. And I swear, if you put like the music of horror movie behind that.
0: Wait, I missed this. What did I miss?
1: Oh, yeah. There, there's uh, well, there's a preview. It wasn't a part of this show, but at the very end of again, either happily ever after or what now? What the
0: fuck's up now?
1: What the fuck is happening right this fucking minute? They had Danielle in the diner with her buddy, her best friend that's, that's always in scenes with her, and still asking her, like, have you heard from Muhammad? And I, I swear to God, like if there was ever, and I don't I shouldn't probably say this out loud, but if there was ever like a real life tragedy that occurred because of a 90-day fiance storyline, that's the one. Because I honestly believe that the producers of that show should be ashamed of themselves, what they're doing to Danielle. Because Danielle is bordering. This is just my instinct. I have nothing else to base it on. It just appears like she's teetering on madness when it comes to Muhammad. And so I just worry about that, that storyline.
0: Are we to believe that Muhammad filmed...
1: Oh, I don't know. Maybe he didn't. We didn't see any shot of him. So I don't know.
0: Yeah, this just might know. be a hoax. Uh, they, maybe. Yeah, they want us to believe that he's still, she's still pining for him.
1: Did you see that they're also uh, the Israeli couple? That the, the guy is Israeli? Oh, and then the, they're, yeah. They're they're coming back with some stuff, too. Yeah. You, you don't understand that, maybe. You know, though. they
0: just might be too normal for me. Maybe that's.
1: They might be too normal. You're right. Yeah. They're very likable. Very likable people. Much of it was very good because I think there's a lot of couples that I really enjoy seeing, and then there are a few that could probably go by the wayside, like so many have in the past. Like you know that strange guy in Arizona who had the uh, the Asian girlfriend. Oh, no,
0: I think they're back, and I love them. Really? I think he's fucking nuts.
1: <laughs> he is. What about the dude with Abby? One of my all-time favorite storylines of all time. I think his name is Sean. Sean with the girl from uh, from Haiti, Abby, uh, Abby. Abby, where like she's Shawn engaged be... to who? That dude? No,
0: no, no. She has a new man. He's a young guy.
1: Oh wow. Okay, good for her. You remember like Sean would be on camera, and that there was that other old dude down in Haiti that she was like really into that she was messing Correct. with. Yeah, and Sean would be on camera. He'd be like. You know, am I upset that uh, that Abby is engaged in sexual intercourse right at this very moment with him? Yes, I am. <laughs> am I upset that she's right in her living room right, doing horrible things uh, to him right now uh, that I would not find uh, acceptable? Yes, I am. Uh, do I still love Abby? I do. <laughs> poor guy
0: oh poor guy Poor.
1: Guy. and he had grown kids at home too like what do they think about their dad
0: i know i know we know that never turns out well but you know I what i so. do like to see is that david's grown kids are are starting to or are accepting annie and they've come mm-hmm. around but it's it's one of those things you know you can't not like annie
1: annie's annie's good people like annie yeah So we're excited. Is that the bottom line? We're very excited to see how the season unfolds in in certain cases.
0: Uh, You know, that's a great question DeGill. I have mixed feelings. I feel like, you know, there was nearing the end of last season, things got so heated and there was so much drama that they had a bunch of momentum. And then as soon as that ended, you know, the whole Larissa being arrested and it was just a crazy time. But I feel like since then until now, too much time has passed. And I might be over it.
1: Wow. Doing, you know you're doing a podcast on this. Thing,
0: right? <laughs> but wait. I wanted to tell people. Why we have the cheesiest name. Ever. For our podcast.
1: 90 day have your say.
0: How cheesy is it? It's cheddar. So I just wanted to explain. A little bit of the back story on that. Which is. DeGill is. He's very good at like coming up with jingles, like little, <laughs> like, names for, like, marketing things. And so, when we first...
1: and if, And if I have nothing else, I'm wildly stupid. <laughs> so, that makes for a very, very tough combination sometimes.
0: Tough and funny.
1: Yeah.
0: So, yeah, we were talking about... Okay, so, we were talking, actually, for years, for five years, at least, um, about podcasting on the show.
1: Five seasons, anyway.
0: What? That's right. What... Yeah. Would the name of our podcast be?
1: What came out of my mouth? What did I blurt out? Ninety Day, have your say, just like that, too. Ding
0: right? ding 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 ding. In <laughs> your announcer, your best announcer voice.
1: Right, but you died laughing because you thought it was so stupid, right? <laughs> like you thought you're an idiot. <laughs> what an asshole! Like why? Like how dumb are you Thanks. that that no. would be a name of a podcast? <laughs> All right, so I'm, I'm pumped. I'm ready for another show already. I'm ready to go. Let's do this. TLC, give me more new programming than rehashed, though, because it's starting to piss me off. And I will say this. If there's anything that would kill my 90-day love, it is actually not the fear that there will be so few couples I'll be interested in that I'll just dissipate. My, my interest will dissipate. It's actually that, that TLC will make the watch so difficult to get to the good stuff that that would sour me. How about that?
0: I agree with you a hundred percent. That did happen last season too.
1: Yeah. They like, I get it. They're making money. It's an ATM machine for them. But at some point there's, there's a saturation where it's like, guys, you got to stop with this nonsense.
0: Yeah. Totally agree. Well, maybe we should start a petition on 90 day podcast. Yeah. And on Twitter, you can find me at I am DeBay.
1: Sweet, yeah, All
0: right. Okay, guys, thank you so much for tuning in again. We're excited to be back. Let us know your say on Instagram, Ninety Day Fiance Podcast. I am DeBay on Twitter and DeGill.
1: Far away, girl, other side of the world. A brother want to make my round the way, girl. <laughs> He's so stupid so dumb.